Welcome to the Kingdom Mastermind Podcast, a community for women who love God and want to thrive as joyful lifestyle entrepreneurs. Your adventure starts now. Here's your host, Ann McDonald. The rest of your life is the best of your life. The best of your life is the rest of your life. And everything you touch is supposed to turn to gold. Kingdom Masterminder, I want to welcome you to this week's episode. This week, we're starting a special two-part series on overcoming overwhelm as part of our Business Basics series. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors, and then I invite you to join us on this Overcoming Overwhelm two-part series that I recorded for a recent private group. I want to encourage you, settle in, be encouraged, let God speak and breathe his life into you so that this year, 2020, and next year, 2021, can both end and start and then end again with the power of the blessing of God. Blessing is your birthright, woman of God. Kingdom entrepreneur, it is all possible. Let's learn how to rest in the love of God and let overwhelm be kicked to the curb. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors, and we'll be right back with more on Overcoming Overwhelm. The Kingdom Mastermind Free Challenge Group on Facebook is a place where you, as a female, kingdom-minded entrepreneur, can get access to free training at the head of every month. Last month, we tackled social media content calendar creation. This month, we're tackling email autoresponders. Kingdom Woman, I want to encourage you. There is a place where you can actually step in, do some taste testing on some business trainings, and then make a powerful decision for yourself. Do I want to go further and engage more and purchase some of these products? Or do I just want to hang out, enjoy the fellowship, and wait until next month? I want to encourage you to join us over at Kingdom Mastermind Challenge Group over on Facebook for free. The URL is very simple. It's facebook.com slash groups slash KMM challenge group. We look forward to seeing you. You'll have to answer a couple of questions to make sure it's you, to make sure you really are a female. And we look forward to seeing you inside the private group. So here's what we're going to talk about today. I think one of the things that set me into a place of compassion over this issue. A couple of weeks ago, I was praying. I was on my prayer. I do a prayer walk in our neighborhood and I just had this overwhelming sense of overwhelm that so much of what we do as kingdom women, that we're the ones that people call when everything is falling apart, that we're the ones who are up late at night, up early in the morning. We're the ones who are interceding. We are the ones who are, you know, there for the kids, there for the grandkids, there for the neighbors, there for for our spouses or our partners or our friends. And a lot of times the the concept of being overwhelmed ends up being an identity. Because what we really want to do is we want to please the Lord and we want to do well by people. But what happens is that our natural gifts and our natural talents that God has hardwired us in, I believe as women, we are hardwired to thrive no matter what the situation is, right? Remember, Satan doesn't like us, okay? And he doesn't like us for a reason. 
And I think one of the problems is that our natural identity, the natural strengths that God has put into us, what happens is that the enemy gets in there just a little bit, and then he presses, he perverts what's supposed to be our strength. And we go from being capable and strong and unshakable into that place of overwhelm. Okay. So it doesn't have to be our identity. And I think a lot of times it does end up being our identity just because we're so used to it. We don't actually know how to get rid of it. So as we step into this training today, I want to encourage you close out the other windows. We're not going to train long today. I have two very simple strategies for you. I'm going to spend a little bit of time on the whiteboard and kind of unpack what the Lord showed me. And, and it's not complicated today. Okay. I'm actually standing up in my dining room <laughs> while, while I'm teaching this. It's like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm standing up because I, I really do want to encourage you. Let's get some encouragement time, especially with what's coming. We have to be girded, rooted and grounded in the word of God. Okay. So turn off that other stuff. It's why I'm not on camera. I really felt like today not to be on camera. That today was a day where the Lord was just going to speak some hope into our situations. All right. What are we covering today? Two very simple strategies to overcome overwhelm as women who love God. What's a strategy? Somebody write this in the chat. A strategy is a process we walk through. It's fluid. Okay. It's not a checklist. A strategy is a fluid process. Okay. And what I really want to, I just want to birth this into you is that God gives you simple, fluid strategies to execute from a place of Jesus' blood-bought power. Okay. When overwhelm tries to come in, no, no, we're, we're just going to simply execute simple things. So when I was walking this out with the Lord, I was on this prayer walk. I was like, Lord, how does overwhelm get its foothold? How does overwhelm actually get in? And I felt like the Lord said he, that the enemy just takes our natural gifting as women and he just puts the gas on it in a negative way. He just perverts what our natural strengths are. But he shared with me that there were two very specific areas that we need to address we need to unpack because there were two entrance gates. So we're going to go there because we know God has a strategy for our victory. So what are the two entrance gates that we're going to tackle today? We're going to tackle performance and perfectionism. We're going to look at those two things and then we're going to unpack simple strategies to annihilate them. Okay. Now, there's nothing wrong with a God-ordained perfect, right? God himself in his word says, be perfect, even as your father in heaven is, imperf is, is perfect, right? The word tells us that, but we're not talking about God's word perfect. We're talking about when the enemy perverts something and sends us off into perfectionism. We're also not talking about God's ordained, like performing a good work, right? Like standing on the word of God and doing what we're called to do. We're talking about not letting the enemy put the gas on in a negative way and moving us into performance. 
Okay. So here is what I'm going to, I'm going to share with you the picture. I'm actually going to draw it out on the whiteboard for you so that you can see what I'm talking about. If we understand where we are seated, here's just for illustration purposes. This is the earth. This is the shorthand symbol for the earth. Okay. Next. We are seated, and women in my Kingdom Mastermind program know I draw this all the time. We are seated in heavenly places inside of Christ Jesus. I call this the Lance Wallnow chair, <laughs> right? This is uh, where we are seated. We are seated in heavenly places inside of Christ Jesus. The book of Ephesians tells us this, far above all principality and power. And what happens when we get into overwhelm is the enemy starts to take things in this second heaven realm, and he starts to pervert what is our natural authority and our natural gifting as women. As women, God has made us powerful, capable, resilient, but what happens when our power and our capability and our resilience gets stuck and gets moved into overwhelm, what happens is instead of having our power and authority and our resilience come down here and make earth look like heaven, right? Setting the captives free, doing all the things that we're called to do and having earth look like heaven, just like God has asked us to, right? What happens is instead we start to come under it. And what might be our natural strength starts to come under what I call the swirl. And it's where we get in those mindset tracks, our thoughts, our mind, our will, our emotions, everything starts to swirl. And, and we move into that place of, I am completely overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get out of it. I can't get up off the couch. I just want to sleep out all day. I just want to eat all day. I just want to exercise all day. Whatever it is, we get in that place. Okay. And the enemy knows this because once we get a hold of our absolute strength, that God has given to us to do, we actually take the enemy out, okay? And we absolutely are capable of bringing heaven to earth, no matter what arena we're in, okay? Whether it's design, decorating, you know, Patty is, is in the design industry. I was in the design industry. We saw, I mean, the design industry, you talk about needing redemption, right? Whether you're in the arts or the media or whatever it is, business or vocational ministry, it doesn't matter. We can all be subject to overwhelm because we get weary from the battle. Okay. And what I want to share with you today, let me go back to the, um, the entrance gates. What I want to share with you today is that there is a simple strategy to get out of performance and a simple strategy to get out of perfectionism. Because when we're in performance and perfectionism, we have gone into this place on the whiteboard. We have gone into a place where we're the ones trying to figure everything out. And we've lost sight that we're connected to the head 
and that our job is to come straight through that second heaven noise and bring heaven to earth. Okay. So when we get into perfectionism and we get into performance, we're in here. All right. And today we're going to learn how to eradicate this thing. Okay. So that we don't get locked in that cycle and we don't get hung up in that second heaven swirl. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors and we'll be right back with this week's episode. Next Level Experience is a three-day intensive that gives you a paradigm shift on your life experiences. It's not for snowflakes. It is all about the Holy Spirit and taking your life to the next level. It is for those whose life is basically working, but may be stuck and want much more. Stacy and Michael McIntyre facilitate the three-day event, which does not require any money up front. At the end of your Next Level experience, you choose to donate without obligation whatever you feel it was worth. Check out their website for more information on upcoming Next Level experiences at www.themichaelmcintyre.com. Again, that's www.themichaelmcintyre.com. So how are we going to do that? How do we get out of performance and perfectionism when we've spent so much of our life living there? I mean, as someone who was in the design industry, it had to be perfect, right? It, I had to perform, right? But there's a way to do it that brings the life of God, not the death of the enemy. And that's what we're going to tackle. So I want you to write these two things down and then we're going to unpack them. The way out of performance is what I call outcome reset. The way out of perfectionism is what I call belief reset. Here's one of the things about getting out of performance and perfectionism, about getting out of overwhelm. A lot of times overwhelm has stolen so much from us, we don't want it to be easy but God wants it to be easy on our behalf. Okay. And everything that has been lost or stolen because of overwhelm, God wants to return and redeem. There is nothing that overwhelm has stolen. There's nothing that that swirl of overwhelm has taken from you that God does not want to redeem. So how do we do this? What is outcome reset anyway? Okay. So here's what outcome reset is. This is the big question. Whose responsibility is it to provide the outcome? So let's say, you guys remember the story of Jesus when he's going to multiply the food, right? The little boy comes up to him and, and what does he have? He's got a measly little lunch. It's like there's not much there, right? And Jesus didn't stop that. He didn't say, no, it's not enough. The little boy came and offered what he had in his hands. And he said, this is what I have. And Jesus said, awesome, I can work with that. 
Now, in the same way, I want you to think about right now, what do you have in your hands that may feel like a little lunch? It may feel like a sandwich, a fish sandwich, or and a couple of chips. What do you have in your hands that you can actually hand to Jesus and trust with the outcome? I want you to write it in the chat or write it in the Facebook comments. What is one thing that you have in your hands that maybe you feel like it isn't enough? It isn't enough to make a difference, but with God, the outcome is up to God. The outcome is not up to you. Our job is to actually steward it. And one of the ways we get out of overwhelm is to actually stare down the spirit of performance, the practice of performing and give the outcome to the Lord. So the first thing I want to ask you is, are you willing to hand over the responsibility for the outcome back to the Lord. Are we willing to steward what's in front of us and then say, I give you permission to multiply it? Because one of our big questions is, whose responsibility is it? I know I'm called to work. I'm not called to be lazy, but I get in this swirl and I can't get out of it. So the first thing that we're going to unpack is outcome reset. I put this little cloud up here. It's actually God's responsibility to provide the outcome. Jesus lifted that lunch up to the Lord. He gave thanks and he broke it. And what did God do? He multiplied it. So if you're in a place where you can do that, I want you to imagine what you have in your hand. I want you to give thanks for it. And I want you to lift it up to the father. And I want you to break it apart and ask him to multiply it. So for Dawn, it's knowledge. For Jennifer, it's time. For Shana, it's her ability to take photos and videos. For Zenobia, it's her strengths, her health, her passion. For Terry, it's her. For Patty, it's the ability to give women peace. So all of these things we're literally going to give thanks for. We're going to reset the responsibility for the outcome. We're going to lift those things up to the Father in praise and thanksgiving. We're going to break them apart and we're going to let him be responsible for the outcome. The second part of this, how do we do it when it does not feel true? It's like, okay, I do the prophetic act. I raise my hands and people still aren't knocking at the door to give me money for my projects right? People still aren't, you know, beating down my email list to bring me new business, right? How do we do that when it doesn't feel true? So there's this thing about our feelings. They're part of our soul and our feelings are so powerful and they're God-given, but our feelings are supposed to work for us. We are not supposed to work for our feelings, And what happens when we get in the swirl of overwhelm is that our feelings start to tell us what's happening instead of us 
walking in our authority as daughters of God and telling our feelings what to do. Okay. So just like you wouldn't give a two-year-old the keys to your car and say, go for it. What we don't want to do is give our feelings the keys to our life and say, go for it. I'm going to follow where you lead. And a lot of times when we're stuck in overwhelm, that's what happens. And we don't know how to get out of it. So the first thing of getting out of overwhelm is actually choosing to reset who's responsible for the outcome of the situation. And we're going to remember that story of the, the multiplied food, right? The little boy just brought it to Jesus. Jesus gave thanks, broke it. The father multiplies it. Well, in the same way, Jesus has now given us the keys to the kingdom and people are bringing their situations to us. And what we're to do is to take what's in our hands, give thanks, break it and ask God to multiply it. So whether that's knowledge or peace, creativity and innovation, time, whatever it is, it's God's responsibility, especially when it doesn't feel true. Because when it doesn't feel true, all that's doing is telling you you're in the middle of that overwhelmed swirl. And that swirl is in the second heaven. And Jesus' blood, near as I know, still has the authority over the second heaven. But it's our responsibility to come in and steward that space, to take authority over it and make it look like heaven. All right. Next. <laughs> God knows the end from the beginning. When we get into that swirl, we actually get out of that place of believing and choosing to partner with God that he actually knows the end from the beginning. And we're trying to perform the end on his behalf. Okay. This is where we actually get to choose. Even when we can't see it, we can't feel it. We don't believe it. We actually choose to say, God, I trust you with the outcome. It doesn't feel true. I don't think it's true, but I'm actually going to make a choice to look you in the eye in my times of prayer and say, I choose to trust you with the outcome and I'm going to hand it back to you. I'm going to do my part, but then I'm going to let you be God. Okay. And here's, here's the part that's really convicting. And this was, this was one of the things that, that I had to kind of not argue with, but walk out with the Lord on this prayer walk. It was like, God, how do we actually do that? And he said, well, Anne, you know, everything that happens, you have to ask. You're, you're my daughter, right? I'm not going to overstep your free will in this situation. So I need you to ask. And then he brought that, that verse, which I have up on the screen right now, right? The, it doesn't have to be this powerful, intentional choice. It doesn't need to be earth shattering, but it does have to be a turning towards the father and saying, I'm asking. I'm asking for you to help show me how I'm going to hand you the outcome because it doesn't feel true. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable. You know, I don't know if I'm supposed to stay up late and work or get up early and work. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. So I'm going to do what I can with what I have today in my hand. I'm going to give thanks for what's in my hand. I'm going to hand it up to you. I'm going to break it apart into manageable pieces. Right. And then I'm going to ask your word says, Luke eleven nine, ask and it shall be given you seek and you shall find knock and it shall be opened. We've all heard this verse a million times. The question is, are we willing to actually apply it to ourselves? 
are we willing to say, God, I'm asking. I'm actually asking because I can't get out of this performance thing. I mean, I was trained in performance, right? Anybody in the arts, anybody ever been on stage, anybody ever been a dancer, you're literally trained to suck it up, buttercup, and perform, right? You are trained to perform. You've been an athlete? Literally, we are trained, right? The gun goes off the starting block, you're out. You're trained to perform. What God wants to do is he wants us to run the race with perseverance, but let the outcome be his responsibility because then we're freed up to just keep our eyes on Jesus, eyes on Jesus, not eyes on the outcome, right? What happens if you're running a race? You ever run track? If you're running a race and you're looking at the finish line, you've already lost. You got to keep your eyes past the finish line. So we're going to ask, we're going to practice asking, even if it doesn't feel powerful. So when we're in that swirl, when we're in that overwhelmed place, in order to get a different result, we actually have to behave differently. In order to behave differently, we have to believe differently. And that can feel really risky. It's the only way we can go forward, though, out of overwhelm. We have to take God at his word and ask. So here's what I want you to do in the chat. Put in the chat what you want to take God at his word about and ask for so that you can get out of performance. Whether it's a business, a ministry, a family issue. What are you going to give God permission to have the outcome on? Just put it in the chat. We have to take God at his word. We absolutely have to. Shana, her business. Toby, business and real estate investing. Marsha, family. Terry, business. Income, skills, <laughs> me, right? God did a pretty good job of remaking Jesus after he was dead. He did a pretty good job with the, uh, the Jesus after he was raised from the dead. He was responsible for that outcome. Thank you for listening to part one of the Overcoming Overwhelm series inside the Business Basics series. Next week, we're going to tackle part two. I want to encourage you, Kingdom Mastermind Woman, you have everything that you need to both overcome overwhelm and to prosper in the blessing of God. I want to make sure that we are empowered so that we can rule and reign as Christ has called us to rule and to reign. Let's have a blessed week and we'll be back next week with part two. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you'd like more material and have a desire to stay connected, please reach out to Anne at www.kingdommastermind.net.